What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you're tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you guys again for tuning in. As always, follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. Follow my man, Ben Shim, behind the boards, making the shit sound but er re at I am database base with two S's. Ben, you're doing a hell of a job this month. We've we are on a goddamn roll, people. I'm so happy about the last few episodes, man. It feels good to be back in the swing of things. So follow us on Twitter as a unit at that's kinda neat. Follow me on Facebook or follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash kinda neat, where you will see me post videos and our conversations on there and not much else. So the Facebook is kind of just the hub. You can go to everything and find it wrapped in a pretty package at kindaneat.net. You can go to your app store and download the podcast app, search for kind of neat, subscribe, 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 subscribe. That's so important to subscribe. You can subscribe to us on Stitcher as well and leave a comment, leave a five-star rating and do all that stuff. And that makes us super official. And eventually we are going to end up on the new and noteworthy or hot podcasts or something, hot bodies of podcasts on the front page of iTunes. That's what we should be nominated for is hot bodies of iTunes podcasts on the front page of iTunes. Uh, man, today we talked to Johnny Polygon and it was tight. I really liked this conversation. It didn't really feel so much like an interview because we have, I've done the interview thing with him before back at the knock steady days. And he was one of these interviews where I really, it was a precursor to my style of interviewing now, where we kind of just talked and I figured out his past back then. And I think that's logged somewhere on the internet. You can still find it. So if you want information about the dude, go listen to that one. But this one is more of just us bullshitting. It really felt like two old friends catching up, kind of. And the funny thing is, I've never hung out with the dude other than the time we created uh, the content at Knox City together. Like, that's the only time we've kicked it. I want to say that's the only time I've seen him in person since then. And so talking to him today was a lot of fucking fun. It was, it was a hell of a lot of fun. I'm having a good time doing these podcasts again, and that feels good. What doesn't feel good is the fact that, well, today is a Wednesday, so for full transparency, so you guys know when we're recording this, this is exactly a week ago from the day that you were listening to this. So this is on a Wednesday. This is the day that I uploaded the Pell episode in the morning. And pretty much Murphy's Law was in effect today with the Pell video and the Pell podcast. Like, everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong. And it started off in the morning where I couldn't get the podcast to work with the same process that I've been using for 69 episodes before it that I've never had an issue with. All of a sudden, for some reason... There was some kind of permissions error when I was uploading it. And so the as I was like publishing the podcast and, and the blog, it was saying that the MP3 was not there. And I had to like be on the phone with GoDaddy for an hour. And the dude was kind of like, well, this isn't really an us thing, but I happen to know how I can help you. And so he helped me figure it out. And it took an hour, but he helped me figure it out. And so GoDaddy's the shit. So this is free advertising. If you're looking to start a website... Go to fucking GoDaddy. They didn't pay me to say that, but I fuck with GoDaddy. And they will call you and make sure everything is cool. And, like, they have the best customer support. So, yeah, I heavily fucks with GoDaddy, and thank you for that. Now, what I don't fuck with is the fact that about three weeks ago, I switched my modem at my house. Similar to many of you, I'm sure, I'm kind of addicted to my phone. And even though... I sit at my computer for a lot of the day sending emails and stuff or like I'm at home 
a lot, like more than the average person because I don't have a regular day job. So I'm at home and I'm in front of a computer. Like that's my media hub. That's everything. Like I don't use my TV. I just have a fucking big ass computer monitor and I sit there and I dick around sometimes. But even when I'm on that computer, I'll still be on my phone on the internet sometimes or doing dumb shit. You know, my, you might catch me on Tinder. You might fucking catch me on Instagram. You know, I'm really out here on my phone on the internet. Right. And so over the last few months, my phone bill has been going up and up and up and up because I kept using more and more and more gigabytes. And I used to be grandfathered into unlimited data on Verizon, but then Verizon realized that nobody gives a fuck about minutes or texts like you know, those should automatically be unlimited. And so they started only charging for data. And when they killed my grandfather plan, I realized all of a sudden that like, well, shit, I'm using like 10 gigs of, or I was using, at first I had six gigs and I had to bump it up to eight gigs because it kept going over on that. Now I'm up to 10 gigs and that's like finally like not going over, but it's because I don't have Wi-Fi at my house and I'm at my house enough to where like if I was on Wi-Fi all the time that I was there, I wouldn't be going over, right? So I figure, hey, I can bump my phone data back down, you know, a good fucking 30 bucks by going back to six gigs if I get Wi-Fi. So I went and switched my modem. I got a new modem. And so for the last three weeks, my life has been internet fucking hell because this new modem is a piece of shit and it's not working and Time Warner can suck my fucking two hairy balls because they're ruining my goddamn life right now. And uh, it's crazy because this thing had bad mojo from the start. The first time that I went to go get this new modem that uh, has Wi-Fi stuff, you know, I talk like such an old man, like it has Wi-Fi stuff, you know, whatever that means. But the day that I went to go get it, I go to plug it in and uh, call them to like initialize it and all that shit. And they're like, well, we're not even getting a signal that you have it plugged in. And I'm like, it's plugged in. And they're like, oh, well, guess what? That modem that you, they gave you is broken. So now you got to take it back. So I had to drive all like all the way across town. And the, the fucking Time Warner store is not close to my house. It's a good 15 minute drive. So I had to drive 15 minutes to pick it up, took it home, didn't work. I had to drive 15 minutes back. I had to drive 15 minutes back to my house. And the second one, it worked, but I had to go, uh, I had to travel for work. Uh, so I didn't have time that day to do all the initializing shit. So I get back and I finally am able to plug the motherfucker in and get it working and get it initialized. But then you got to drive the old modem back. So I had to drive back to Time Warner again to give him the old modem back, right? And then what's been happening is most of the websites work perfectly fine. I was using Wi-Fi with my iMac. I was using Wi-Fi on my phone. I have funny, clever Wi-Fi names. You know, like I made the lady at Time Warner laugh. She said, what are your Wi-Fi names? And I told her them and she said, those are really funny. I said, thank you. I take pride in making the other people in my apartment complex laugh at my Wi-Fi names. But what's been happening is YouTube... Specifically, every Google-owned website has not been working for me. So Gmail hasn't really been working that good. YouTube has not really been working that well. Even a simple Google search has not been working that well for me. It takes a long time. Now, when I say a long time, sometimes when I do a Google search, it'll take – I counted it. It'll take 12 seconds for the results to show up. Now, that might sound like such crazy first-world problems, Right? When you're really on the internet and you search for something and you're used to it showing up immediately, 12 seconds feels like for fucking ever. 
It feels crazy. You forget what you were searching for in 12 seconds. That's how fucked up our memory is right now. And so I'm like, what the fuck? And YouTube has not been working, right? And so like last week when I was trying to upload the Dream Panther video, I had to go work that day. And so I was, uh, I had a job down in San Diego. So I like woke up early. I uploaded it at 6 a.m. And it said it was going to take 225 minutes. These videos usually take 20 to 25 minutes to upload. It said it was going to take 225. I drove all the way to San Diego. I got there. I logged into my YouTube account. It still wasn't uploaded. So I said, fuck. I just deleted it and I uploaded it from – I had it on a thumb drive and I uploaded it from another computer. And it took like seven minutes because the homie had blazing fast internet, right? So I'm thinking maybe that was just a fluke. Maybe like it was just like that day something was fucked up and I go to upload the Pell video this morning and I start at 1230. And by the time that I finally gave up and drove to Ben's house, Ben the engineer, I am database based with two S's. I drove to Koreatown. This is very regional, but I drove to his house to upload the video, which is a half hour drive from my house. By the time that I went there. It had been uploading for three hours and it was saying it was going to take another hour and a half. That means it was going to take four and a half hours for a video that should take 25 minutes to upload, right? Uh, That's crazy. But in that two and a half, three and a half hours that I was waiting for the video to upload, I was on the phone with Time Warner the whole fucking time. Getting bounced around from the Philippines to Denver to Dallas to fucking everywhere, right? I went from level one tech support to tier two tech support to tier three tech support until finally they figured out wait none of us are able to figure out what's going on this needs to go to tier four but tier four is apparently top secret and they don't have operators that work on those it's a first come first serve basis and it's a five business day waiting period so they basically found out after like getting into my computer's terminal and typing a bunch of like dos commands and shit that uh what was happening is that it was bouncing off of their server fine and then all the different servers that it needs to get through on the fucking underground tubes that make up the internet as Al Gore would tell you or whoever it was would tell you. Every other ser- router and server that it was bouncing off of was taking crazy amounts. So it was bouncing off some servers at 890 milliseconds or something like that when it's supposed to be under 100 milliseconds. So it was going eight times slower than it's supposed to go, which is insane. And I'm trying to tell these people like, look, man. YouTube's part of my livelihood. I'm a YouTube partner. Like I need to get these videos out on time or they don't get the views that they're supposed to. And then I'm fucking over the artists that I'm working with. I'm fucking over myself. And just in general, it's like just making the brand look shitty. I'm like, you guys are really fucking me up here. Like, help me. This fucking lady in Denver tells me like, oh, well, here it looks like it's it looks like this other router from this other company is fucking up. So I'm going to give you their 800 number and you can call them and ask them why it's messing up. And I said, man, you're giving me a random 800 number for some company I've never heard of that you don't know the name of. I'm just going to be calling them and I'm supposed to tell them that like Time Warner told me to call you guys. That sounds kind of crazy. Are you sure you don't want to call them? Like, isn't this your job? Isn't this what I pay you to do to fix problems within your fucking servers and routers or whatever? She goes, no, no, no. You just call them and they'll fix it. I call this lady in Dallas. Very nice lady. She picks up and I and, uh we had an instant rapport, and I said, hey, you know, how's the weather? Where are you at? Out in Dallas. You know, she said, oh, I said, oh, that's cool. I was born in San Antonio. She said, oh, really? And we got to talk, chatting. I said, I'm just chatting with you because I'm trying to calm myself down because I don't want to yell at you because I know that you got nothing to do with this. But here's what Time Warner told me to do. And she said, why did they tell you to call me? That's ridiculous. 
I said, that's what I told them. I knew it was ridiculous. Then I had to call back and start all the fuck over and start off in the Philippines and tell them, like, yo, I need to talk to people in Denver. They said, we don't know what Denver is. What are you talking about? They don't know what Denver is. I was supposed to say, I need to talk to tier three tech support. Anyways, that's what I dealt with all day. I dealt with being on the fucking internet. It was driving me nuts. And I had a sore throat yesterday. I thought I was going to get strep throat, so I took a day off from the gym and if you guys have been paying attention you know that like the gym has become a new kind of obsession for me and so my throat felt a million times better today and it turns out it was not strep throat i was just panicking about that and it was just a regular ass cold and i thought that time warner was gonna fuck me up from and not be able to go to the gym today because i had to be in atwater village to do a podcast at eight o'clock and uh it was just it was just a stressful day this was probably so boring but i'm hoping that my anger I'm hoping that my anger that you guys are hearing was at least a little entertaining to know the lengths that I go through to get this content to you for free. But if there's a lesson to be learned from all this, what is it? What's the lesson, Ben? Give me a moral to this story. I think uh, Ben says stop being so internet. I think I'm past the point where I can stop being internet. I think that I'm internet as fuck. I can't help that. You know who else... Yeah, I don't. I was gonna say you know who else is internet as fuck, but that's not a good segue because I don't think Johnny's that. I don't think he's internet as fuck. But you can find him on the internet. We did some cool shit together at Knoxted, and he tells me that people still shouts him out at shows and go play something from Pussy Gun, which is something that he talked about on the Knoxted podcast and uh, the the limo sex superstar video that we did. It did very well for him. I, th- I want to say it was in the top ten videos at Knoxted, and he told me it's become kind of a calling card of his. And I'm. So excited about that. One of my favorite things is when artists come back and tell us like, yo, the video that we made together, people ask about it and they they request it at shows and it's like their favorite shit and it's become like a calling card. And I'm like, that's dope because sometimes it's a thankless job and sometimes people don't thank you for that. But uh, he did and uh, he brought me vinyl, which is uh, which is a gift which I'm stoked on. I don't have a fucking record player, but it's cool artwork. Maybe I'll hang it on my wall. And, uh, man, I can't stress enough. I really liked this conversation. We had a good time. Man, the last two, the last few weeks, we've been having really cool guests that I've been happy about, and we're back in the swing of things. And, like, I feel like I'm going to hang out with these dudes. Like, Johnny, he and I talk about it. Like, we're like, man, we should kick it. We both live on the west side. Let's kick it. And um, that's nice. And this conversation was nice. So uh, without further ado... Go to the youtube.com slash that's kind of neat and watch the video that he did for Dead Meat because it's stuck in me and Ben's head right now. And uh, enjoy this conversation that I have with Johnny Polygon. This is a long intro and this is a long conversation. So you guys are in for a long fucking car ride if you're listening in the car. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Johnny Polygon. into all the technology wars i don't it was the it was the latest free phone so yeah there you I go was like fuck it yeah samsung i feel there like was is. giving free phones to all the musicians they were they, they were, were really trying to be on the come up they were yeah and then they got on the come up and i didn't get any more free that became yeah phone. that became like my a lot of my friends hustles last summer was like get it get a free <laughs> yeah. phone and then call myself oh so, i'm an influencer and my phone broke but they like sold it to somebody else yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> they threw some good parties up. Yeah. They I were mean, really reaching out. Did you go like, to any of the Samsung parties? They were or? like the scion of the 2010s. They were. You, I mean, they I, were. You, That's you know, funny you say that. You're around as long as I am. Yeah, like, yeah, you remember yeah. Scion was trying to take over the But they were, they were hollering at guys that were more popping than me at the time. Oh, so, same. so I saw the Scion thing from yeah, like, yeah. I was like was, right up against the window. Scion wasn't fucking with me. I was like, oh shit, this, this is amazing. They but just you give you what? free shit like for nothing. Sa- like, Samsung wasn't fucking with me either. But you know what? Yeah. All these motherfuckers are sleeping because I'm out here. Boom. Look at you. Least stay paid. Look look at you. <laughs> look at me. My hair is not as glorious as yours, but I'm still out here. But your skin is as shiny on the top. It It is very shiny. You know what I mean? Mine shines. It your, does. Your scalp shines. Woo. You just, it's like a mirror. You complete me. Yeah, I know. We're the same person. <laughs> How have you been, man? I haven't seen you since the content that we made together in 2011. You were a mysterious man that came into yeah. my life and made me laugh for a day. Yeah. And we made some beautiful fucking content together. We did make and some content. And then I never saw you again, and I, I felt like it was a one-night stand. Yeah, I tend to do that. I heartbreak. Yeah, me too. But, but here I am, back the, on the other side It's the again. first time that I've ever just been accosted like that, and then you just leave me. Usually <laughs> I'm the one doing the leaving. Oh, you missed me. It's all good. What have you been doing, man? Oh, man, I've just been making music, man. Making music, putting it out. Making music, not putting some of it out. Yeah. Remaking it. Yeah. Uh, going back to the drawing board, putting that out. Why? Are you second-guessing yourself currently? No, no, no. Just, uh, you know, music business is... Even when you're independent, I feel like the business is even like more intense. Oh, I mean, definitely. You know what I mean? Because you're because you have to be the business. You have to be, and you know, sometimes it all gets. It's supposed to stay separate, and then when it gets mixed together, it's like oil and vinegar, mm-hmm. and then you just want to like throw it out and start boiling something new. Yeah, like semen and blood. Well, I don't know. Why, sure. Why I said that. <laughs> yeah. You said mixing together and boiling and. Semen and blood is the first two fluids that came into your mind. So what? How, have you put projects out since 2011? Uh, yeah, I have. I have. Uh, Shows how much I pay attention. What let's see. Asshole. Since 2011, I've put out what two <laughs> two yeah. projects? Mixtapes or albums? Um, I put out one mixtape that was sort of like an anthology mm-hmm. mixtape that was like a best of. More like a like I have these like different patches of fans there are listeners some people who were listening when i you know were first started putting out music when i was a teenager then some people who were listening when i got my first deal and then some people who were listening after i left that and so it's like these four or five different eras of music that i had made that i wasn't sure people were like connecting the dots or this group of people heard the earlier stuff or if like the people who never heard the earlier stuff or you know what I mean? So I just put it all, just sort of put it all together on one mixtape called Ketchup. Mm-hmm. And uh, then after that, I put out an album called The Nothing. How'd that do? Oh, it did great. I actually brought you uh, a vinyl. I just, you came bearing gifts? I did. There, I did. I see it. Ben's holding it up. It's very That's rare it, when yeah. people bring gifts, but I can always tell who the good people are because right. they bring gifts. right. Right. Yeah, most people are. I just awesome. wanted to get straight to the flattery, so yeah, I, I brought good. a gift. That, I mean, we're actually going to put this episode out now. Bam. Yeah. No. I, I know the game, man. When did you put out the nothing? The nothing came out in February of 2013. Okay. And the vinyl came out on that birthday. So yeah. Oh, so this year in February. Yeah, 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 yeah. This year. That's so, great. Yeah. And you've been in New York. 
Yeah, I've been in New York over the summer. I went out there to play a show, one show. And just stayed. Well, I got a residency off that show oh. at this place uh, called Pianos on the Lower East Side. Okay. So, yeah, I was there for the summer, and you know, I was playing every Thursday. And, yeah, it was actually a really amazing experience. I was pretty nervous because I never played anywhere more than once a year. How many Thursdays in a row? It was just for the month of May. So that was, what, four Thursdays? Probably about four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems like a month. Right. I think that's... No, actually, there was five. Oh, yeah. There, there was, was five, five Thursdays in May. That's cool. Yeah. Well, but I, I played four of them. Like I was telling four. you about uh, Breezy's residency, there was five yes. Tuesdays in July that month. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think me and him are the same person. I Possibly. We're all the same people. Lots of good hair. That's all I know. We can't be in the same room at the same time. What did you do for your sets? Did you play different sets each time? Yeah, I played different sets. I played, uh, you know, every week, kind of like the show grew. Like, you know, normally when I play, it's me, my drum pad, and my cellist, who also sings and does, like, backup vocals and yeah. stuff like that. And That sounds tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Is Michael your cellist? No. Oh, who's no. your cellist? Uh, his name is Gabriel Royal. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's an amazing musician, and he's actually gotten pretty well known in New York just, like, through the subways. And, oh, really? Yeah, busking and playing. And is it racist know. that when you said cellist and backup singer, I instantly thought Asian woman? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that racist? I don't know. I think that's more of a... I'm going to ask Ben. He's my resident Asian. Ben, is that racist that I thought that? Okay. <laughs> he says so if it's a first, like, I don't think it's racist. Yeah, I, so. I think I'm just a trendsetter. Yeah, yeah, I'm a free yeah. thinker. If you're original, you're not racist. Yeah, yeah. So you guys played different sets every five Thursdays, or for those five Thursdays, and how did it yeah. go? People were excited about it? Yeah, it was, uh, it was really crazy because, you know, I, I'm just now kind of getting to the point to where people are, you know, really, like, excited to be at my shows. Yeah. You know, I played to... I played to no one for same dude fucking ten years. It's like we were just talking about before the show. Like, well, yeah. I, I've been in the same hustle as you. Yeah, I exactly. Play, I've been playing to nobody, no one for ten years. No, I played a show to a baby one time there in Washington. Go. I call that babysitting, but <laughs> I, if you want to call it a show, that's fine. But uh, what I was gonna say is like, yeah, I've been playing for nobody for ten years and, right. and trying to like uh, steal other people's fans by opening for people exactly for like six of those ten exactly. years. Exactly. But see, I still like opening. You yeah. don't like opening. I don't like opening anymore. I'm see, over. I like I like opening because it's. Those are people who aren't there for me yeah. that can discover my stuff. You See, know I, what I mean? I, those people that aren't there for me, I just want to spit on them. Ah, uh, right, right, right. <laughs> just well, I mean, once it kind of once you get to one side, it's hard to. Yeah. No, totally, dude. It feels good when you got people that come and they like know your words. I love yes, it. Yes, yes. And they're like it. cheering when the first second Man. of the song drops. Like they already know. You and know they're what? Just like, the, oh. the, those people that like when you fuck up, they're the happiest. Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god, no. he fucked up, and now like he can, we get to see how he's gonna react to it. <laughs> yeah. like, that's I love that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's great. And so that's it's kind of weird to get back to yeah. when you have to play shows to the people who are like texting. Yeah. Oh yeah, the worst. You know, the but, worst. like I, so I understand, but at the same time, I don't know. I still, I'm at that, I'm at this like weird point in my career to where I'm just like, I don't know, kind of in like this Zen place. It's yeah. like, I feel like, um, you, you know, I just, even to reference like, say like Sage Francis or something. Shout like out I to feel Sage like, Francis is a good guy. Yeah. Great yeah. dude. Great yeah. dude. But like strange famous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can go to. I can go to a uh, 
to a club, get denied at the door. And then as I'm like walking away to my car, someone someone will recognize me and freak the fuck out. You know what I mean? And I'll just be like, oh, yeah. Well, so can you get me in? You know, know, so it's like that's amazing. Yeah, it's just just like really weird place that I know I'm not going to be for very long. It's going to it's either going to go one way or the other. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm just sort of appreciating the the space that I'm in and, you know, hoping that I can pay rent next month you know that's great yeah i think that the zen thing that you're in you're fully in control right now yeah which is really scary and kind of relaxing at the same time exactly because you can pace yourself out right and you're right. and you're similar right. to like what i do i think you're someone who doesn't need to like we're not in that we're not in that those young guys who got to pump out content every week to stay relevant it's nah. like we've been we've got Never people that. who like us and people who don't yeah and fuck it we'll put right. out shit when we want to put out shit right you know right i was i was actually talking in, uh to my boy mike on the way up here yeah about how like i don't know if it's just because of the internet yeah but like music is a lot like porn in the way that it's like diversified and found like these little niche yeah. audiences yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like back yeah, in the day i only listen to bbw <laughs> <laughs> bbw jazz that's it <laughs> I actually know what that sounds like. There's like hella saxophone and shit. That's a, yeah. Oh man, maybe some beats that you can like shop to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's very smooth. Yeah, yeah. Smooth curvy jazz. I feel like there's lots of like the instrument. I mean the um the percussion is a lot of like blocks, like you you know hitting a block with a wood block with a stick. Right, right, yeah. No, but it, it's like you can find, you know, whatever little like sub genre super niche extra keyword that you can click in you can find that in your music you know what i mean and like so it's like if you're just putting out the stuff that really means something to you to each person that you find in that 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 like listens to that or is looking for that it's like someone who's discovered like their new like fetish or something yeah totally and you're that and and that's how i've made it tangible for people to like porn yeah that's perfect everyone i agree i agree that thank you yeah because like when i go to porno tube there are a hundred different fucking categories if not more right and yeah when you're on itunes there's just as many categories exactly it's crazy exactly and if you got your keyword game right and itunes yeah exactly and itunes is not even that genre specific right you know what i mean they're not getting into the subgenres of subgenres right right see i don't there's no there's no witch house chart on itunes right you know right i haven't really figured out the itunes thing yet. i'm more of like on like Bandcamp, yeah, yeah, I love Bandcamp. Yeah, it fucks with Bandcamp. I, I didn't really realize until recently that uh, Bandcamp is kind of its own subculture too. Like there are artists who like really, really thrive on Bandcamp, and Bandcamp really helps support them. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and I have my stuff on Bandcamp, but I'm not like part of the Bandcamp community. You right. Know what I mean, right, right, right. I don't think I am either, but yeah. I, I, I always do like the pay as you want or yeah, pay whatever you want. Absolutely, you know? I think it's very helpful. Yeah, dude, I, I had this chick buy like. A $50 song or something? Wow, that's great. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, uh, one time, I mean, if we're going to humble brag here, no, I'm just kidding. Well, one time, uh, me and uh, this dude, Solcon, shout out to Solcon, you know him from New York? Yeah. Yeah, he he and I both randomly tweeted the same day, like, someone paid us $229 for an album. I'm going to do that. And I fucking went, and I emailed the kid back, and I said, yo, man, I think that you typed in the wrong amount. Right, right. And he's like, no. And then I tweeted, like, yo, someone just paid me $229 for a fucking album. That's crazy. And then Solcom was like, whoa, me too. And I'm like, dude, this guy is really out. It was the same guy. He's like, what? He went and, like, 
fucking Santa Claus, like five rappers, just gave us 230 no, bucks. That's amazing. How crazy is that? That is amazing. Yeah. Do you know how much BBW porn I bought with that? It's <laughs> <laughs> a callback. <laughs> BBW Jazz. <laughs> I was out here. Where's the BBW Jazz Kenny G's. Kenny G's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's funny, too, because we're. Uh, I, for all intents and purposes, I feel like we're from the same generation of rappers. We and, are. Yeah, we exactly. Are. And so I think yeah. that um, there are people that are a little older than us who are on some like, no, make them pay for everything. And then there right. are kids that are much younger than us that are like, no one will ever pay for my music. Right. And I'm from the from uh, in a mindset where I'm like, the middle. I'm like, pay for my shit, but also bootleg my shit if you can't pay for exactly. it. Exactly. I'd rather have you hear it exactly. and not pay for it exactly. than like not listen to it at all. I'm of the I'm of the opinion that people don't buy music, but they support their favorite artists. Totally. You know what I mean? So and that's like, my whole thing is like when people come to shows and they're like, yo, man, I've never bought any of your music, so I guess I'll buy a CD. I'm like, you don't got to buy a CD. I've seen you fucking singing all the Hell words. Yeah. You want me to sign your hat? I don't Hell give a yeah. shit. The guilt that people feel when they become like real fans yeah but they haven't like contributed financially yet. right right it's kind of hilarious it is it is i need to play that up more I just second to... only to white guilt in the american culture <laughs> it's very much the same vibe yeah do you know what i mean like <laughs> not I was... quite the same vibe yeah, it's a little bit yeah yeah it's a little I, bit it's fan white, guilt white people are much more uh, miserable than fucking music fans i would say yeah yeah you know? yeah but what about white music fans Woo, we're, we are the worst Woo. yeah i'll tell you i'll Woo. tell you and then we always want to come in and start stealing the genres right, from you guys. Right. You know, it's dude, I'm a black artist. So I don't feel guilty about shit. Yeah, you shouldn't. I don't. I can yeah. do whatever you, I want. You shouldn't. White no, people have been stealing you guys since the dawn of time. Imitation is flattery, and it also gets your ass killed. I've always been very. Uh, I've always, I've always had a weird relationship with being a white rapper. Like I've always had mm. a little bit of strange guilt about it. You know, the only thing that makes me feel better about it white reggae singers because they, oh, they, wow. they are the only thing that is wow. more suspect than a white rapper in my opinion white well i mean is the accent real is the you accent it, yeah you don't have to put on an accent to be a white rapper uh, yeah you don't some people do i choose not to personally right, right. i can't stand when people do I've never even thought of you as a white rapper it's just because i'm just an entity like job brown you remember job brown the white rapper show no. Oh, God. Oh, yes. God, they need to put that on Netflix. So With uh, Persia or yeah, something? Yeah, Persia Yo, D dude, or I used to, um, I used to tweet with, like, what is that one girl's name? She was kind of like a, ah, oh, I don't remember her name, but she came out here to Hollywood. Yeah. And it was, like, right at the time where I was doing, like, some, some like, bigger some bigger profile stuff yeah and like the show had just come out yeah and like i had just gotten on twitter and she was like hey i listen to your stuff and i'm a big fan check me out on vh1 the blah, chick blah. from the white rapper show yeah but it's amazing but she was like i don't remember her name though it wasn't persia i know what you're talking about she was like conscious kind of maybe was there a kind of but she had like a she had like a a stud lesbian vibe, oh, okay. kind of. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, the I, only ones I remember is John Brown, to be honest, because he was like ho- holla back. Holla I like how you mentioned like hallelujah, holla back. The only ones, yeah, John Brown. The only one is <laughs> the only ones I remember is John Brown. Yeah. The I, only few guys I remember is John Brown. <laughs> I remember John and Brown. Uh, <laughs> I remember the guy that won too, but like nobody talks about him anymore. Who was the guy that? It won It was the that? guy that looked like Paul Wall, kind of. Oh right, right, right. right. Yeah. I watched that whole show, dude. It was great. I, yeah. I was really disappointed there wasn't a second season, and right. I feel 
Azalea Lake, Iggy Azalea probably would have been on the second season. Ooh, she she, she like, lucked out. She was at that point. Because you know Yellow Wolf. I'm an Iggy Azalea fan. Not a huge fan. Listen, uh, listen. You know me. why? She do, she does what white white reggae rappers do. She puts on the fake voice. Oh, I don't know. That's kind of like her thing. But like, I feel like it's racist. Ah, uh, dude, I saw her at the. Uh, I saw some video of her performing at the Made in America thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, her show is like she's dancing and yeah. all that stuff, and she's still rapping and sounding good. Oh yeah, oh. like that is crazy. Yeah, it's great. That's you crazy. Know, I, I will say she's a great performer. And the crazy thing is, like, I have photo. So the year that I met you when we were doing the Knox City shit, I would go out and like shoot all kinds of events, like photograph them, just like because I was just nice. out there being a hipster and shit. Right. So I have pictures of her at and parties. And it's a good way to get into parties. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. And so I was just out there, and like I have a great portrait where I pulled her aside and I was like, "Hey, let me get a picture of you." At, and it was just at this party. She's yeah. gorgeous in real life. Really, good, really good looking girl. But my point is, is like. My homies that throw these parties, they had they her. They all fucked her or something? No, no, no. They had her perform, though. And, like, they're, they're these warehouse parties, super underground. Yeah. And we've had a lot of female rappers play those parties. Right. You know, Little Debbie's played, Chippy Nonstop, all these people. And, like, Iggy Azalea. Shout out to Chippy. I, she, Chippy's the homie. She's a good girl. I haven't seen her in years, but yeah. she was, like, one of my first interviews, and she wasn't a rapper at she, the time. She's really out here. Yeah. Yeah. I see her. She's I'd out see, here killing it. So. I'd be seeing her. Yeah, she's cool. She's yeah. a good performer, too. Uh, like, she's, she's really good on on stage good stage presence but nice. um yeah but iggy azalea would come to these warehouse parties that she's getting paid like probably 500 bucks to play right and would have three dancers on stage with her like doing That's full dope. choreographed shit like she was really she was ready you I, know I, mean? I respect that yeah she was ready uh, people can win me with their live show like can i hear you do you yeah. sound good yeah. like her show is kind of it's it's more geared towards like Katy Perry, I was just gonna say she's listening. probably the Katy Perry of rap. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, dude, that's hard, that's hard to do. Dance that's around and sound good. Like most dudes are sitting there. They got bunch of dudes on stage, or they're standing still yeah. and they're yelling yeah. and, they, and they sound bad. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I used to be one of those dudes. I would jump around and yell a bunch, and now I stand very still. Me too. And I have a mic stand. I have my songs where I I let loose. Yeah, and, a little bit. And then for I sure. come. I'm like, yeah. Let's but bring it back. I, yeah, exactly. I need to like bring check myself and 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 feel my voice right. uh, emanating from my diaphragm. Right. I just need a, like a spotlight. Yeah. Like all the lights off. Spotlight. I just need a mirror so I can just stare at myself the whole time. <laughs> if, like, like right in stage center, front uh, row. I would just be staring. Just I, a mirror if, for you. If I had a mirror like right in front of me at shows, I would be like the dude from American Psycho. Just like right. I would just be there flexing and right. like, and like, oh my god, look. But at it would me. have to be elevated. I'd be like, look at me rapping underneath. Right it now. would be weird. Yeah, yeah. Like be... a looking up, it would be like the self-facing camera that surprises you when you're taking a picture of something else. It would be crazy. And you see how many chins you have. Oh god. It's like, like, oh, that's the worst. Yeah. How do I have friends? Yeah, you have to have the MySpace angle mirror. Like, I've had sex with a woman before. <laughs> this is crazy. I wonder if she saw those four chins. <laughs> Fuck. Is yeah. she into chins? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Shit. my gosh. That's yeah. terrible. Now I'm going to think about that. The rest. I'm glad that this uh, pop guard is covering my double chin from you. <laughs> uh, so anyways, yeah. Well, this is good. We've been going on some tangents. Like, uh, I Are we? I, I feel like it's been pretty focused. <laughs> I have no idea what we Honestly, focused on. Honestly, I think so we far. dropped some knowledge. Yeah. I well, hope that the kids looking for this have found this and, yeah. you know, find some guidance and a reason to get up tomorrow <laughs> in the morning. Where are you from originally again? I forget. I'm originally from Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, I was born in Cleveland, Ohio, but I moved to Tulsa at a very young age in all my formidable years. How far were, is that from Oklahoma City? Uh, it's about an hour and a half, depending on who's driving. Okay. Maybe an hour. 
I've been to Oklahoma City. How do you feel okay. about that? Okay, that's great. It was terrible. That's great. So whack. There. When was that? 2012. 2012. See, Oklahoma's funny because it's you definitely have to like be there yeah. with me. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like you got to be there with one of the cool people so you meet the other cool people yeah. but just like I, like i would never tell someone to go on vacation to oklahoma right i'd be like yeah come with me to oklahoma right you know what i mean we were there on a photo job to shoot kevin durant and james harden when they were playing there. okay and uh oh, we, so you were for real about the the photography game yeah yeah well i'm, I'm really out here yeah uh, yeah yeah you're for that. real about everything you do man i have a lot of respect i don't play you don't when i talk about push-ups i'm being serious about push I, I, i'm just kidding <laughs> But uh, you do play about push up. I play about but everything like, else. Thank you for saying that you have a lot of respect. That's very nice of you. Yeah. So we went, but I was gonna say we went to like Coyote Ugly in Oklahoma City, and it was like very literal. You know, like mm. the, it was there were ugly coyotes. It was, it was really ugly. It was yeah. like it, people dancing on the bars that were like so butt, dude. It was right. Crazy. Right. So yeah, it's, it's funny. One of my favorite bars back in my hometown of Tulsa. Tulsa. Yeah. There, there will be. Just like random people on the bar on like a Friday, Saturday night. And it's never like the people that you want to see right. on the bar. It's right. always just like, oh man, what's it's Derek like, doing up Billy there? Billy Bob, get down. Like, you shit. Fuck. Yeah. I actually don't. The people in my town aren't ri- like, they're not that country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what's Tulsa about? Tulsa's basically, it's like a, a small city or like a big town. Like the country people are the people who, go to Tulsa like on the weekend to party. like to party yeah. like oh we're going in it's like people we're going that, into the city it's like people that go from Whittier to Hollywood to buy bottle service right yeah. right and, and like th- that's like that's Very like regional. where the real country people are but you know in in the city it's like kids trying to take advantage of cheap rent and travel and you know make music there's like some a really good music scene there now what kind of what kind of music i feel like i've asked you this before more like right. more like indie rock sort yeah. of like hipster shit you know what i mean and then like the the hip hop the hip hop scene is just not as developed as say like a la yeah. or like i mean out here there's like guys like you there's guys like dumbfounded there's like the who have like a little more like focus and like organization right to to their game yeah you know what i mean yeah but like well then there's also dudes like kendrick who like took over for a year and there's yeah yeah like, yeah the there's game. like there's more uh it's so it's so the hip-hop scene here is so expansive like there exactly. are exactly there are very fucking popular rappers that are making money right. here that i've never even heard of exactly it was just crazy exactly which every, was mind-blowing to me every once in a while i'll here. come across somebody on youtube that's like from la that has like a million views and i'll go i've never heard of this don't person. be fooled by the views though man oh no i know oh, dude you trust know. me i know i know my analytics i treat youtube and twitter and facebook like fucking sabermetrics bro i get i get it when i don't know fake. what that reference means that's some baseball shit like oh, okay. sabermetrics is the shit that um you ever see that movie moneyball yes that's sabermetrics. Oh, right, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Where right. you have to look at the full picture of the stats. Yo, so, you know, I'm all about this new thing yeah. since I since I turned 30. Yeah. Is I never pretend. Viagra. To, I, I never pretend to know something that I don't know. That's so good. If people so make a really reference. Yeah, if people make a reference to a band or say a word that I don't know, I'm just like, 
what does that mean? Right, right. But before I would just be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. then, because then, if you are honest with yourself about not knowing, you'll never get caught on one of those like right. Jimmy Fallon videos about or like a yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? where the you're faking like, the answer. Yeah, on Coachella, like, oh, so have you heard of hippie blood? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, I love hippie blood. I will never be one of those dudes. You know, I will never be. Me one neither. Of those dudes. I'll be like, nah, I've not heard of that. Like, yeah, what are yeah, you talking yeah. about? Yeah, I am so. hippie blood. <laughs> so yeah, uh, no, what but so back in back in. Tulsa, oh, I think that there's there's more like dudes who can rap, yeah, but have no idea how to put their music out or to yeah. uh, have no idea of like the business yeah. side of things. You know, what is the socioeconomic and ethnic makeup of Tulsa? It's like, I mean, it's it's black and white. Yeah, there's black people there. Yeah, um, are they fucking very separate though? Is it a segregated city, Loki? To to yes, yeah, yes and no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like where I grew up is like I always grew up. I was raised in like the black part of town, mm-hmm. but I went to private school like half my life with all like the white kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like I feel like I spoke two different absolutely languages. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I was just like, and you learn how to be a chameleon a bit. I learned to be a chameleon, but even more than that, I learned once I stopped trying to be a chameleon like that's when people like really would flock to me they just respond to you being you yeah the person who's the same person in every room yeah around any group of people right knowing that everyone speaks your language and you don't have to adapt to theirs right you know what i'm saying yeah. so like i learned that there like, have you ever like, seen quentin tarantino talk to a group uh, like a room full of black men <laughs> no he it's funny there's videos <laughs> if you look it up on youtube there's videos like he totally changes his whole demeanor. He's like, "That's he's hilarious, like, Yo, dog. What's up?" Like, <laughs> no, da, 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 da. yeah, and it's like that's the that's the most insulting. It's like, dog. I was like, Quinter Dino, you're famous as fuck. Like, yeah, why are yeah, you doing yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, it's funny. Like, you know, growing up there, I'd get in, you know, say like a, a white friend's car, yeah, and they would just be like looking for every rap CD that they had oh, to yeah, just yeah. sort of like appease what they think i want to hear right you know what i mean right. and i'm just like i don't even listen to this shit yeah so they're like oh my god thank god you're yeah. one of the cool ones one of the cool ones. oh my well, god I'm you're like, like oh i like band of horses too and they're like oh, <laughs> thank god <laughs> like undo their ties i'm like, so sick of oh, this coolio shit. cd <laughs> yo i fucked with coolio back in the day it was tight man man I, I was actually thinking how funny would this be to like do a mixtape full of all the like 90s one hit wonders so you do like gangsta's paradise you do a song over gangsta's paradise yeah. like the beat you do a song over fucking you know ice ice baby you do a yes. song over can't touch this yes because those are all the corny fucking beats that everybody's ashamed that they liked but they used to be ashamed but now they're, they're they're bangers dude like, now they're bangers they're yeah. bangers again yeah i was talking about this on the way here too that like rap has gotten so mature now that old guys can do like the comeback circuit now like there's actually a comeback circuit yeah when before there was just like you're old yeah fuck you yeah go be miserable struggle do something else type shit i think the singular most crazy hip-hop fact that i'm aware of is big daddy kane is only one year older than jay-z wow isn't that crazy whoa because in your brain you separate those two people as old school and new school they're a year apart that's nuts isn't that weird that's nuts yeah 
And it you just t- wanted to blow my mind. Well, real it, quick. that's the thing is that I've seen Big Daddy Kane perform within the last two years, and he still fucking murders it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He murders it. Yeah, he's it's, still it's dancing. Great. He's still doing the split. Still does the split. Staying. And, but you know yeah. what? He's out there performing to a room of maybe fifty hipsters at a fucking party that somebody sponsored. Whereas right. Jay Z's still selling out Staples. Exactly. You know, it's crazy. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. Well, he is a freak of. He's a freak. Yeah, Jay Z's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a different. That's a different type of human being. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know what I've always said too. You know how the soul music kind, uh, like the throwback soul music came back. Like I feel like Amy Winehouse was like a big uh, trendsetter in that. Right. Where, where like her and Ronson got together and they made yeah, an yeah, album yeah. that sounded old. Right. And then uh, uh, who's the dude from Tony Tony Tony? I can't think of his name. Uh, Raphael Sadiq. Yeah, Raphael Sadiq yeah, yeah, yeah. did it and made that record that sounded yes. like it was straight out of the 60s. Yes. And then you had guys like Lee Fields have right. a comeback, and then you had uh, right. uh, the dude, the other dude. Which that is sounds, amazing. Yeah, he was great. The other dude that sounds, oh, Charles Bradley. He's great. You would like nope, him. I Charles Bradley, you'd really no, like it. Okay. Uh, Sharon, Sharon Jones and the Dap. Yeah, yeah. Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. I that know whole, yeah. that whole subgenre, right? Yeah, of yeah, like yeah. This, of this like, uh, um, throwback soul. Right. I'm like, yo, why doesn't Rakim make a throwback record that sounds like an 80s rap record? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yo, that would be crazy. Like, get the same equipment. Get the fucking same SSL you guys were using That'd back be, in well, the day. Well, that's kind of what Joey Badass Do is. Do it on of, tapes. You know? Is he? He's kind of like that throwback to like the is he 93 a, is to he infinity. Th- is he a throwback or is he a throwaway raucous rapper era or raucous era rapper? Because that's how I, I think th- Joey Badass is dope. Maybe I haven't listened enough, and I and I'm not sure. Tr- I'm kind of I, hating. I, I mean, but I listened to like eight songs while me and No Can Do were yeah. driving around LA looking for a party. Right, and like we were in like the back seat, yeah. and we were like, oh, it feels like we're in high school. And then Joey Badass came on, and it was like, we're in high, high school. school. What right. the hell? Yeah, yeah. It was, Amazing. I feel that. It was special. I feel that. But that's the thing is, I think he's still doing all that shit in Pro Tools. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I'm like, yo, put Rakim in a fucking booth that's with tape running. And Why all. don't you do that, though? I, I would love to. You would kill that. I would love to A&R that project. That'd be amazing. I think you should make that project. So I I'm gonna, maybe I'll the... do a Kickstarter for it and see if the God will fuck with us. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that would be like a dream to, yeah, to hear like a real 80s rap record right. with like a real 80s rapper and have right. that sound would be so cool. I don't know if he's like at that place where he'd be able to accept that he's that, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I think he's still wearing like... I think, Rakim's a, real, jeans, I think Rakim's a realist. I think he's a real dude. I I just you know I've been around a lot of the that era rapper yeah. in New York. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and uh, those guys are kind of still they still have the attitude of like they're the illest and yeah, like yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. everything's gonna come back well, around. And I think if you pitch it to him as like a throwback thing, yeah. they'd be like, you calling me old? Right. I you know that. what I'm saying? I that's definitely an ego thing. And that's the thing is that, yeah, you would have to definitely ease somebody That's why I that. think it would have to be a new guy. The thing about like dudes like Rakim and Big Daddy Kane, they did continue to get better as rappers. Like, like yeah. Rakim, I mean, even as far back, what was that song? Like the, the tweet remix he was on or something? Like, right, right, right. Uh, right. Like, or was it Oops, There Goes My... I like tweet. Whatever where, where, what happened to Tweet? I don't know. She was amazing. Well, Twitter quite came along, fucked her whole oh, name. Right, right. You know I mean? like the SEO, no longer Google. The SEO on Tweet is no longer very strong. For, <laughs> right. for Even if you like Tweet or if you like Google Tweet R and B, if you tweet about Tweet, you're dead. I mean, does the world explode? What I happens? think your computer melts. Yeah, so turns into a Capri Sun. Or like something. Rakim could still rap really fucking good, like yeah. in modern sounding. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, Big yeah. Daddy Kane can still rap and do it modern sounding. Right. 
dudes like the Beastie Boys, they stayed old school rapping their whole career. Which is amazing. They never went away from How that. How did that work? But was... that's, they never really got better as rappers. They just kind of like, they're right. like, we're good at what we do. Right, right, right. So convincing somebody that did get better at what they do to go backwards is a, probably a tough sell. Yeah. yeah. But I also think that it's like, you know, Amy Winehouse wasn't born in the 50s. She, right. was, she was a new artist. Yeah. That she was loved a it. fresh new artist. I love that sound. That reminded you of like a, a, a retro sound. So it was like a new feeling thing mm-hmm. that's why i feel like if it was like a new rapper who was like i'm the new guy and i'm here to say yeah this is how i rap in yeah. every yeah. way people right. be like oh this yeah. is fucking crazy see I, yeah it, totally but i i want it like from those from the late 80s when when they got past that like rakim broke the door open to that whole like um five percenter mysticism yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and like yeah. or you know big daddy can no pork i'm a fork strictly fish on my right, dish right, all right. that shit right right you know right. what i mean that was the that was that's that. the area you're talking Ooh, about yeah that yeah, was yeah, that yeah. shit yeah like yeah. after technotronics and yo whatever. you want to know something crazy is yeah. while i was in new york uh i was staying at for half the time i was staying at immortal techniques record labels like they had like an extra a room or something but yeah like an extra bedroom yeah and uh it, it was like owned by this like old dude named john who sold like a bunch of like old art paintings in the 80s and got millions of dollars whatever right. yeah, yeah so like he had this like sick vhs collection wow and i found a a literal bootleg of juice like a movie theater bootleg of juice as at like the premiere wow you know what i'm saying so juice it was like so 19 what was that 91 91 or, or something you yeah. can see like silhouettes of like people's gumbies wow and like people cheering every time tupac was on the screen and shit it wow. was crazy that sounds dope it was crazy i almost stole it I almost did. I, that's I, like that sounds somewhat priceless. I know, I know. And then I was like, no, someone's. You know, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, that like, means a lot to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't gonna. This isn't gonna be where I turn to a life of crime to yeah. get the bootleg of juice, like the original bootleg <laughs> of juice. A life of crime. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you steal the bootleg of juice, and all of a sudden you become Tupac's character. <laughs> You're like shooting, shooting people in a basement and shit. <laughs> I Put, am crazy. Yeah, pushing people off a of fucking building top. Yeah, you got the a- juice now. <laughs> fuck <laughs> that's funny yeah but that, it was like it felt like a piece of hip-hop street history that no one's really gotten to see yeah and i don't know if it's like would that be worth money now could i sell <laughs> that like an original bootleg i feel like you could make a documentary about that VHS right. State. right right like, right right, right. the lineage of it oh you know what i mean that be like, yo, where'd you get this from? Yeah, the, what do they call that? The Mona Lisa, right? It's not right. priceless because of the painting. It's priceless because, because of, of the like, story behind it. whose hands have touched it as it's been oh. moved around. You know what I mean? So it was in this king's house and then this king's house. And then, right. and then it got stolen by these people and recovered by these people and right. hung in this museum and then this museum. Right, 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 right. It's, uh, the, it's not the lineage, but it's a term that's like synonymous with kind of the lineage of the painting. Okay, okay. Like there's this whole documentary about, um, like, a, there's this Jackson Pollock painting that this lady found in an attic, in an attic or at a garage sale or something. Yeah. To the point where they have, like, finger pr- his fingerprints are on it and all this shit and, like, you know. Oh, no shit. Yeah, like, there's, and, like, DNA, his DNA is on the painting, right? Right, 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 but right. it ain't worth shit. She's never been able to sell it because there's no, um, you know, lineage of, like, this right. went from okay. his studio to the Got next you. person. This person sold it to that person. Got you. Then it ended up How here. How do you even prove that? Like what? There's paperwork. You know what I mean? Like certificates and shit. It's like a birth certificate. Could we do that with the bootleg though? That's a great idea. Maybe. 
You might be able to. I, that word always bugs me because it's one of those words where it's like, remember this word next time you're having a conversation. Yeah, so you yeah, can yeah, say yeah. It, And I can never remember the fucking yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I, I could have learned something. Yeah, if, but now you haven't but, learned shit. Mm. Unless you go to Netflix and look at that Jackson Pollock documentary. Okay. So yeah, private school. What's that all about? Uh, private school is like my parents were just always really resourceful. Yeah. And they well, always. What do they like, do? Well, my dad, rest in peace, was just kind of a. Uh, he was a against the grain by any means necessary don't work for any like try to be an entrepreneur so was he like an entrepreneur or like a hustler like what did he do he was kind of like he was a mix between the two yeah you know what i mean like i can think of 15 different businesses that he like tried to start or was running for a second. Like in the 80s and 90s? Like in the 80s and 90s. Was like, one of them like a hi-fi store? Like did you sell stereos? <laughs> no. One yeah. of them was uh, like a community outreach center that was just like this big, huge open building. And he would just do anything and everything there. Like he would throw like boxing matches. That sounds posy, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just yeah, dope. That and sounds like, very positive. Yeah. And then like he would, we'd, he'd have like, he'd turn it into like a skating rink every once in a while. Yeah. And he'd do like barbecues and costume things on Halloween and yeah. stuff like that. Then like. Elephants? Were there ever elephants? No elephants. This was back in Ohio. That would have been tight. That if. I don't cir- think that elephants have ever been to Ohio. There's ever. circuses, man. There's a, there's got to be a zoo in Ohio. Actually, there's a crazy kind of wild people who own wild animals in Ohio. I believe like it. people who own like lions yeah. and stuff. Have you ever seen that documentary? I have. It's crazy. What's that called? That is the saddest thing I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, all the tigers just mad, miserable, and man, shit. they're just like I'm a tiger. Yeah, I'm not a kitten. Yeah, they're all like biting their own hair out and shit. They're like committing suicide. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. all those or the lions no they were lions there's lions and all yeah, kinds yeah, of yeah, shit yeah 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 and then people who have like crazy snakes and monkeys and so it's all in ohio when you guys moved to tulsa what did he do when we moved here he was wait here did he oh yeah he oh, no no here. no oh sorry when we when i moved to tulsa yeah he was like running some construction thing and then he was like so could he he could build shit he could make shit with his hands yeah, he was more like he he was more of the guy like supervising and yeah. like you know stuff like that. And then yeah. like as he got older, it kind of started to become more things he was doing with his hands. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And then, and then and then he actually just recently passed in June, which is what I was doing what, back what in happened? Oklahoma. This is his fourth heart attack. Wow, how old he, is he? He was sixty three. That's so young, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, no, it's all good, man. Yeah. It's all good because it was like. When you have so many, it's almost like you're you're just like bracing for it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I and then mean, it's but like, s- but still, that that's. I like, don't know. I've known when people, was his first one? His first one was what two thousand one? Oh, or long something. Time ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, did he have to have like bypass surgeries and shit? Mm-mm, no, mm-mm. he didn't have any surgeries or anything. He had one because we were getting into like a crazy father and son argument and he had one like mid argument a heart attack a heart attack holy shit got in the car and like drove himself to the hospital what, what year was that this was 2006 or something wow do you have yeah. an older sister or something i do yeah one just one sibling no i have an older sister and a yeah. younger sister and a younger sister so yeah, you're yeah, a middle yeah, child with yeah. sis- sister sandwiching yeah yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah okay yeah. how much older is the older yeah. uh she's two years and then my younger sister is 
eight years younger than me. So was she like a oopsie baby or what? No, I don't. I really don't know if she was on purpose or not. We oh. were just all like really excited. Yeah, yeah. Like I was super excited that I got a day out of school when she was born. That's tight. It was like right in the morning too. Yeah. And they were like, hey. Were, was, did everybody go home uh, to meet for like the funeral and all that stuff? Or do they still live yeah, out yeah, there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. Uh, my sister was in New York or my older sister was in New York. My younger sister is out here and was living with me for a while, but mm-hmm. she just moved. And, uh, yeah, so we all went back to Oklahoma. It was actually a really amazing funeral. Yeah. It was like... There were, were, were folks only... still together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is only like two, three months ago. Or three yeah. Months. yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, dude, I've had a crazy summer. Fuck. I had a crazy summer. Like, it was like so what people was just it? started coming to my shows and my yeah. dad died. Yeah, it's like this great month and then this really shitty month. Right, right. And I had my sister. Were you in New York when you got the call? Well, I was in New York and I just finished the residency and I had my sister backup singing and stuff for me. Mm -hmm. So he was like just all about it. Like my parents have always been incredible supporters of my music and Mm -hmm. and just anything I wanted to do. If Mm -hmm. I told them I wanted to be a marine biologist, they would have, you know gotten me a kiddie pool scuba gear Uh, yeah something on their like little budget just like as a gesture and they'd be like like, those are the best here's a sea world season pass (laughs) no but those are the best passes we could get you know yeah yeah but uh yeah so i was just like i was just on the couch yeah and my mom called and was like hey your dad was mowing the lawn and just basically dropped dead she was that calm yeah yeah my mom's kind of a oh yeah, my mom's uh, she's a, a hard woman to explain. I was gonna say, my, you know, <laughs> yeah. my my, uh, my dad's sick. He has Alzheimer's disease, and so wow, yeah, and he's on, he's only sixty. I'm sorry, man. Ah, it is what it is. Uh, you don't. It's not your fault. You don't have to apologize for that. But yeah. that's the thing is that I always I morbidly sometimes think about like what the future will bring. See, and, I did that and, too. And yeah. that phone call that I'm gonna get, and I have a feeling that like my mom is gonna be fucking like, in pieces. Cra- she's gonna be crazy when yeah she yeah, yeah like yeah. she's you know she's gonna be devastated yeah my older sister was more of like the she was more of like the outwardly screaming like oh yeah. my lord yeah. sort of thing yeah, yeah you know what i mean and so like everyone just sort of like got it together to like keep her mm-hmm. up because she is like kind of like the third parent of mm-hmm. my family you know yeah yeah so uh so yeah then so you flew back home? Yeah, so I flew back home. I actually played. Well, no. So she brought him back to life. She resuscitated Your him. Your mom did? Yeah. Get the fuck out. Like she did uh, She CPR. did CPR. Yeah. And then the ambulance came and he was in a coma. Yeah. And then he. Oh, so she gave him CPR until he had like a pulse and was breathing a little bit again? Yeah, she gave him CPR yeah. until the ambulance showed up. Oh, okay. And okay. then by the time they got there, they yeah. were able to like resuscitate him or at least get him get him a pulse pulse, and then he was in a coma for like three or four days and then he like woke up on father's day and i was in seattle playing a show at uh nectar lounge you Mm -hmm. ever played yeah yeah and uh yeah so like the last time i talked to him he was like he's like john I was like, hey, that like actually. Like over the phone? Yeah, over the phone. Oh, so you got to talk to him again after his heart attack. Oh, yeah, on Father's Day. That's amazing. Which is amazing because yeah. I had called and you were like, oh, he's not waking up. He's not waking up. Then my mom called and she was like, talk to your dad. And uh, he was like, he was like, John. I was like, hey, dad. And he's like, you in California? Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm in, I'm in Seattle. He's like, oh, what you playing a show? And I was just like, yeah. And he was like, oh, I love you, man. 
And that was like the last time I talked to him. Ugh. And so then I went back. Um, then he like went back into the coma or whatever. Yeah. I flew back and he was in a coma for, I don't know, three or four more days. Yeah. And then I. Was it one of those things where you guys had to decide like, do we want to pool life support or something? No, it was, it was getting there though. Yeah. It was definitely, it was, it was only like maybe one more day. Yeah. Maybe two. Yeah. Until we like had to make that sort of decision. But, uh, yeah. And then they just, they just lost him. And it was so dramatic, man. It was so dramatic. Like I was in town. Were you in the room? uh, No, I was shooting a video and I was like picking up some, picking up some stuff at like a craft store and my mom called and like i could she was like you need to get to hospital right now and i could just hear it in her voice you know and so we just dropped everything i hop in the car the like sky turns dark it literally starts raining like pouring rain wow i had a show that night yeah and by the time we get to the hospital the elevator is not working he's on like the eighth floor which i don't know if every hospital is like this but like the further our the further up you are, it's like the more you're fucked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're mm-hmm. on like the eighth floor, that's like the ICU. And then mm-hmm. like the fifth floor is like, oh, he's doing a little better. And blah, like the blah, first blah. floor is like where babies are born. <laughs> it's like yeah. life is blossoming. The, on the first, first floor, floor is like a valet. Yeah. The, fir- <laughs> you know what I the mean? first floor, there's like babies are being born and there's a vibrant rainforest <laughs> growing from the floor. Right. Like, exactly. Rainbows and buddies. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. throughout the week, he had been going from floor to floor. Like he was like fifth floor, sixth yeah. floor, eighth floor. And then, so by the time I got there, you know, it was raining and then the elevator wasn't working. So I had to run up the steps. And then by the time I got up the steps, my, I could hear, by the time I got to the eighth floor, I could just hear it, you know, people screaming. And my aunt Madeline, like, came out and just, like, waved her hands. And she was like, he's gone. Yeah. And I was just, and then I just stopped running. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird, man. So it was, did, I mean, that sounds yeah, that sounds like. A but I played day. a show that night. How how was that? It was amazing. Did you talk about it? Yeah, I had to. I had to because like by that time it was you know it's a small town. It's a you know small yeah. city where I'm from. Were you conflicted about playing that show? Did you not think, at all? No? Not even for a second. Like no. your dad would have wanted you to. Oh yeah, he was yeah. at every one of my shows. Yeah. Like any any show that I played in town or within. Yeah. An hour, you know, he was like at the show. He was there and he was freaking some booty. You know, what I mean? all, all like my local fans, like they all pretty much like know my yeah, dad. Like, and, oh, Papa John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be like in the back and he'll yeah. like, he had like his canes that he made and like jewelry. Yeah. And he was like always like humble bragging. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. if someone wasn't noticing him, he'd just like lean over and just be like, he'd be like, you realize this is a stingray skin <laughs> jacket, right? <laughs> <laughs> you realize I made this, right? Yeah, and really, that's my son on stage. Yeah. Oh, you here for Johnny Polygon? Because yeah. that's the one thing. People have always come to my shows in Oklahoma. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird because I, I feel like I've had this like weird, famous... Uh, Local following? Training or? course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like in, a, in a very like focused... Uh, almost like a simulation right like here's your fame simulation every time you go home you're gonna be this famous person yeah and then every time you leave no one's gonna care about any of it totally you know know what i mean so i'll like be home and like i'm getting free stuff all the time people buying me drinks and taking pictures and autographs people like slamming on their brakes and screaming when i'm walking down the street you know what i mean on some like on some bieber yeah you know what i mean it's like it's weird man And, and then like and then like but it's all women that look like honey boo boo. 
Dude, there's some no, really beautiful girls I'm, I'm, in Oklahoma. Kidding, kidding, cool. No, really, but I, believe I do have some honey boo boo looking ass fans. So <laughs> don't get I it. I believe that there's. <laughs> don't I get actually, it twisted. Yeah. I saw more beautiful women in Oklahoma walking around in the street than I did like at the bars that night. Though. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. It's crazy. You may have been. Where'd you play when you were there? Oh you no, were... I wasn't playing. I was just there. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, I was shooting. For, but yeah, it was. Uh... You never played there though. Oh, you don't like touring? I don't really tour. Yeah, I've never toured. That's the weirdest I mean, tour, thing I've ever heard. I've toured a little bit. Why? What's what's what? What don't you like about touring? I'm just a cancer dude. I'm a homebody. I like to be at home chilling. Okay. I don't like to wear pants a lot. Okay. So I caught that vibe from you. It's, because I, you're not wearing pants I, right now. I actually think that I just recently started telling myself I don't like touring because I've never really been able to pull it off. Oh. So and now and now I feel like touring is hard. And so now I feel like I'm like getting too old to start. And so I'm trying to go like, oh no, nah, you just never liked it. Nah, false. to convince Dude, you myself, could, you could, we could tour. Yeah, yeah, we should. I, we could, and, and and that's the thing is that. But I, I don't know if I'd want to go out with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, mister. I, well, that's the thing is that I always told myself, like, I want to tour if I can go out and I'm, like, supposed to tour and I'm playing a bunch of fucking sold-out shows. And that, that would make me feel like, That's oh, yeah, the most spoiled thing I've ever heard. That's fine. I'm spoiled. I'm like, that's, that's the same as, like, when I hear... I don't want to eat any shit on the road. I'm too old and I and I already... I make too much money at home to, like, go out and not make any money on the road. That's, that's right. my real reasoning is, like, I make good money in L.A. doing shit. And so I don't want to, like, leave. Which is an amazing feat. It's hard to make money it in is, L.A. It is. It's hard. And I have a bunch of different hustles in order to do it. And right. I stay really busy here. But if I was to leave and, and like and eat shit for a month, right. my whole ecosystem here would break down. You know what I mean? So that I don't be, know, man. It'd be bad. I don't know. I think. Uh, I don't eh, know. Eh, mm. So you never been on any tours? Ever? I've been on a couple. I, I've I've toured a couple. I toured with James uh, and uh, yeah. and Jonathan. I toured with James, Dumb, and uh, and Mike. But I mean, I feel like Dumb's just kind of like hit his stride when yeah. it comes to touring. Like well, that guy's killing it right now. I don't. Th- I don't know if he like headlines a lot of tours. I don't. I mean, I. I don't really? know. I mean, he, I think he plays a ton of spot dates and gets good. Does really well with that. I saw like uh, what did he went out with Watsky or whatever. Yeah, yeah and, him and Watsky have gone out a couple times together. Yeah, and yeah, my, yeah, yeah. And uh, you guys friends? Are you allowed to say that? Who Watsky? Yeah, yeah. He's a great dude. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love love George. He's dude, great. first time I met him, we played in Kansas to nobody. In 2000, what was that, 2009 or something like that? It was like before Ellen? Yeah. <laughs> before he was on Ellen. So you knew him about, oh yeah, I think we talked about this actually yeah, on, yeah, in, the, yeah. in the 11 podcast because we had just done George. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then you came in and you're like, and you're like oh yeah, I fucking know George because yeah, you yeah, saw yeah. his picture on the wall or something. No, he was there. Oh, he was there. Yeah, That's yeah, right. the Noxteady thing. And That's it, right. it was like, hey, and I was like... Hey! Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's you know right. what I mean. Then yeah. I like now look him rap- up online, and he's got like all these millions of the rap world is mad small, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Nah, George is a great dude, and uh, if you, I feel like there's like a, it's like a little bottleneck. Yeah. Like and like right there at the top, right before you explode out yeah. of the bottle. Yeah. Like there's like all of us there. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah. we're all just kind of like, n- not even like fighting each other, but just like yeah. the like the. The kinetic energy is just sort of well, like. Well, and the craziest shit know. is in the last few years, I've seen a bunch of dudes that I know started at the same time as me. Right. Blow up. Right. Fucking, you know, with Macklemore happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now yeah. with G Easy happening. Cause, yeah, which cause is I, great. I remember the first time I heard G Easy's name was in 2010, and I had just put out this uh, song. I was like rapping over a Jai Paul beat. Right. And then he put out a song rapping over that same Jai Paul beat. Right, right, right. And I was like, this fucking guy. You're like, who I'm is like, this guy? I already fucking did this. Right, right, right. But his is good. And uh, and then now, yeah, here we are four years later. And he's like, he's like about to be the next Macklemore, maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, you know? dude, he's like just about to. He's about to blow. He's about to really like. Yeah. 
So that's what I'm saying is like, there's but he's all, already doing like really well. Yeah, and there's all these kids know? that are like from the same like. Essentially, the internet has made all that kind of the same scene. Right, 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 right. And it's then, weird. I kind of feel like I've like, you know, I remember I had just missed out on the very first double XL freshman. Oh, right, right. Thing like those were like all of my friends on the on that one. Like you know, it was like Cuddy and like. Yeah. Wale and like Charles Hamilton and like these are the guys that you know I had just signed a deal in New York and I was just out there yeah, with who Green, did you sign with Green Lantern the oh, DJ, yeah. Green yeah, Lantern. Yeah, DJ Green Lantern that's yeah. right that's right and I had, so I had just done dude I think I had just landed a spot on like I don't know if Nas's album was out then or maybe it I was remember like, you telling me this you were that. singing on Nas's album yeah 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 and you have that great story about him like not knowing your name or something right <laughs> yeah. he told you like Johnny Hexagon or something <laughs> no he always had like my he could never remember my last name because yeah. like this is Jimmy Polyaboris so he would he would just always be like hey everyone give it up for Johnny B oh shit Johnny C yeah Johnny D yeah. and I was like ooh we gonna get there he's just going up the alphabet like ooh he's like Johnny P and you're like ah! yeah you start moonwalking across no the honestly the first time he pronounced my the the even the letter right was on BET like we had done yeah. a song for the inauguration for Obama yeah and oh. like we had done like a performance thing and I remember like right before we were like backstage and it was like we were filming on Martin Luther King Day and it was like BET Studios. And yeah. Like it was just like the blackest thing I've ever done in my life. I remember, and I was like, I remember you telling me. You know me. what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. the first black president and everything. And I was just like, it's just me and him backstage. And by this point, I had like built a rapport with him. Yeah. You know, like there was like dude, there was like 10 shows. I was like, oh, my God, what do I say yeah. to Nas? You know what I mean? Like, whoa. This I is... really liked you in belly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, what do you say yeah. to someone of like this level? And I was just so by that time, I had just been around a lot of those people at that level that I had just gotten like pretty comfortable, you know. And I was like, hey, man. Like, you my know, name is fucking Johnny Potter. I was like, yo, man, my whole city is, like, watching this. My parents are watching this. Like, back in Tulsa, there was, like, a bar that just, like, got a TV and, like, everyone went to, like, watch me perform so on TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it was, like, it was, like, a big thing. I was like, hey, man, so I really need you to say my name right. It's Johnny Polygon. And he was like, okay, Johnny Polygon, Johnny Polygon, blah, blah, blah. And, like, he goes out. And I come out on stage like shortly after that. And he was like, everyone give it up for my man, Johnny P. And I was just like, dude, fuck it. It's great. Like, that's, that's the right initial. It's a P. Like, yeah. that's great. That's, Hell yeah. Yeah, man. And then, so how, how did we get on this subject? I don't of, know, but that was a great story. That was, in John, that was uh, in 08? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is in 08, right? Yeah. So like I had started to catch like a little. We're bottle, we were talking about the bottleneck. The bottleneck. That's the thing is like you were right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then, like, yeah, so, like... But here's the thing. I didn't have, like... That, like, wasn't my time. Yeah. Because I didn't have my... I didn't have, like, my shit together at all. Right. And, and, I was just, like... I was literally sleeping on couches in L.A., couch surfing yeah. and shit. I had moved out here in, like, 2004. Yeah. My dad had dropped me off. I, I remember that. 297 you selling, you, bucks. You were selling CDs on Venice. I was one of those dudes, you know what I mean? And I was, like... I remember that. Check out my CD, my headphones, you know, blah, blah, blah. I did that for years. That's yeah. how I got by. Right. You know? And then, all of a sudden, I was, like... Boom, I'm in New York. I'm with Green Lantern. It's like, oh, but the first thing that happens, I went to Vegas 
to meet Green Lantern for the first time, and he was like Jay Z's DJ, mm-hmm. and Jay Z was doing the mashup album with uh with Lincoln with Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. So the first time I had met any like famous rappers or anything, it was Green Lantern, Jay Z, and like all of Lincoln Park, like in a in a hotel room. You know what I mean? That's crazy. And I was just like, I literally. I don't even remember where I slept the night before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, it was just, like, this big, like, mind fuck. You know what I mean? So, and you're it was, like, Jay-Z, did you know that Big Daddy Kane's only a year older than you? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I actually gave Jay-Z, like, a high five. A high five. That's, yeah. That's great. I, I, I haven't seen him since, but I hope he remembers. You know what? I bet I you. he remembers I bet you he does. He has to. Jay-Z, similar to Bill Clinton, are those are aerobic listeners. Right, right, right. They, I, from what I've heard, they, they make you feel like you're the only person in the room. They, they listen do. to you. They yeah. do. Which is the difference between Jay-Z and Nas. Right. Like, because Nas, Nas... it took him fucking 18 shows till you got to the letter P. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. And he, he wasn't, you know, he's just not like a super social dude. Like, a, the difference between, like, a Jay-Z backstage situation yeah. and, like, a Nas yeah. backstage situation. Like, dude, when we did, like, Rock the Bells, yeah. Nas, like, doesn't use his dressing room at yeah. all. He just, yeah. like, stays on the bus, uh-huh. does his shit. And leaves. Yeah. So, like, everyone would always use Nas's dressing room as, like, a little kick it area yeah. and shit. You know what I mean? So, like, when we were out in New York, it was, like, if you were to do an all-star rap cartoon of a backstage rap show. I mean, I'm talking, like, Wu-Tang Clan, like, shooting craps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Smoking blunts yeah. and, like, cussing and shit. Chris and Brown like beating women up. Dude, it, it was crazy. Yeah. And then, like, but, like, Wale, who was, like, my homie back then, you yeah. know, like, we were, because we'd be around each other like yeah. that. He was, like, playing at, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And, like, when we were in, like, D.C., I remember him just being upset. Like, he was, like... he was the man in D.C. He's like, oh, man, this is my city, and, like, yeah. I got to play at 1 o'clock? Yeah. Like, 1 o'clock? Yeah. But it's, like, he was up against, you know, like, Red and Meth and and Far Side right, and, right, you right. know, all, like, these legends who had put in years in the game. Yeah. So it's, like... You know, so, oh, I remember how we got here. The the double XL, oh, yeah, the bottleneck, yeah, yeah, freshman yeah. Yes, thing. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I mean? So each each one of those people, like, you have your, you you have the moment when the stars align for you. And it has nothing to do with, like, skill. Yeah. It has more to do with, like, persistence. And, and you know? it's, it has a lot to do with probably your maturity level. Absolutely. It has a lot to do with, yeah, it's just right place, right time. And Absolutely. That, and that's the thing is that in hindsight, I'm sure that you can recognize that that period of your life is what convinced you that this is the right path oh, for you. listen to me. I was like, I got a... F- not even a front row seat, man. I got to be like Nas's. You got a backstage seat. Yo, I got to be Nas's guest every night. Yeah, the headlining spot every night. I'd be next to like the god of rap. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'd be like his dude. You yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. And so it was like beyond any shadow of a doubt. Once you're in front of like thirty thousand people, you you can't get that feeling. There's out, no. Out of your head. There's there's nothing that can. I'm like okay. If I have to go back to playing to nobody, yeah. and then five people, and I'll eventually get back to thirty thousand. I like, need to do that. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. And so that's what I'm saying is that I, I'm sure. Being an empathetic person and thinking that you and I probably think similarly in a lot of ways, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you probably had to go through some phase of fucking depression and existential oh, crisis. Dude, I'm literally just getting out of it. Exactly. When it, when it kind of, when you felt like, oh, yeah. fuck, like, what did I do wrong type of shit? 
But eventually, like, I, yeah. like now that you're in a better spot, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure you look back and you go, yeah. I wasn't ready. Well, no, because I think about the, think about this. The whole time I was on tour with Nas and I was, like, coming out on his album and, like, I, I had, like, a, a song in, like, Grand Theft Auto and, yeah. like, all this stuff. No album out. Yeah. No mixtape. Right. No, no nothing. Right. And no real plans for it either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when I look back at it. I'm like pause, <laughs> right? Well, okay. So when I look in retrospect, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like how could I, like, if I if anything like that ever happened again, yeah, I would like have an album ready, yeah, or, like have like a like my own thing ready. Like I was always out on stage for a minute and a half with Nas, but I wasn't like opening doing my own stuff right, or anything right, like that. Right. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. just like, but I learned the business. In, in, in a sense, you can look back on that and, be, and realize like, oh, I was getting my chops up. Yo, but it's I crazy. wasn't ready yet. I, that's, that's all it is, man. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is. And then like, I see, I see certain people, like if we were, if, if we had that double XL freshman cover, yeah, right, like right, right. right in front of us, right. you can see the people who like really excelled, like the people who were ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, oh, boom. Or double XL'd, if you will. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, you know kidding. what I mean? That's a pun. Well, whatever. But so the people, yeah, the people that made it and the people that didn't. Yeah, the people that made it and the people that didn't. The people that didn't have their. Charles Hamilton is a perfect example of He's the next who, guy I was going to talk about. Like, didn't make it. Th- that was like one of the first people that I got paired with. Yeah. You when I was. Had a, you guys had a, like a similar, like weird. You're aesthetic. weird. He's yeah. weird. Yeah, exactly. You guys should know each other. Yep. Get in the studio right now. Yeah. So we like, you know, so I like yeah. knew Charles. Yeah. And then I like saw Charles. He he got sick. Did he get sick? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, he like he he yeah. was at the age where like schizophrenia and bipolar disorder starts to take over and I and I, right, and right, I felt right. like as I was Mix watching it with fame. And, and, I, and that's the thing is I thought like as I was watching his story unfold, yeah, uh, with the things that I've read about mental health issues, I was right, like right, this right, seems right. like textbook and it seems like the people around him are really bad for him and they're yeah, not yeah, helping yeah. him. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah. I mean, cuz he didn't have like a good team. He didn't have a team. He had a good business team, yeah. but not like a good life team yeah he didn't have people that like worked. he didn't have people who like fucked with him like he had people who was caring for his money or people caring for the money he was going to make but no one caring for like his well-being exactly like exactly and but then it's like you know you had guys like cuddy who were just like ready yeah boom yeah yeah yeah. you know out of here we photographed kid cuddy a couple months ago oh yeah yeah and i'd never met him before how was that he is an amazing male model he seems like someone i swear to you he seems like someone that like really he understands how to like look good on camera and i feel right. like he must practice right, right, right. you know or well like, he's been famous or for, just done a, it for so long he's been like, famous for a long dog, time now. he he fucking yeah. killed modeling for us better than like supermodels have right right like, right he was really good at it that's it amazing crazy. yeah yeah that's a, i mean that's why he's acting and you know stuff yeah like that. oh yeah yeah which is crazy dude. i never talk about any of these guys like oh my favorite part you know. of the day was when um we talked about his acting and, and i said something like yo lake bell's titties you did that for us <laughs> as i told him wow i said dog lake bell's titties you did that for us and everybody started cracking <laughs> dude me and that guy have probably one of the strangest friendship relationships yeah. out of I don't know if I if I were to ever do like a bio picture mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't I don't know how that chapter would all. Yeah, because like we're friends, but it's like I think it would just be like this weird like you know how like you know how Pac was in 
uh, the Notorious movie yeah. for like 30 seconds or I something. I never saw the Notorious movie. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. Oh, you should. That's all my 30-year-old shit. Boom. Like, I just... Nah. I've not seen it. Nice. Yeah. You should. It's good. Re- I, you know, rap biopics, like, they it's scare good. me. It's good. Okay. I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason it had a theatrical release. Okay. You know what I mean? And, right. and it wasn't like a BET original okay. film. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> you know because you're telling me that, I will do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, are you a Biggie fan? Or? Yeah, huge, huge Biggie fan. You'll love it then. You won't You won't learn anything new. Okay. But you'll see people who kind of look like the people in the stories. Did you ever see Cadillac Records? No, I didn't. You would really like that movie. See, I, I tried to watch some of it. But you look like you could be a character in Cadillac I know, Records. I know. I look like I came out of the 50s. You, you, got, you have Money Waters those... haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Dude, I get... I get the crazy cougar love. Oh, I bet. Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, we've been talking for a long time already. Did you know that? How? It's an, it's it's been an hour. It's been over an hour. Has it? But I feel like we haven't even accomplished anything because it's just been such a good, like, free-flowing <laughs> right, conversation. Right. Like, we have not talked really about your life the, at all. Right, right. We've just Should there of, be, like... We've just been bullshitting. Useful information that's I don't know. There? I wonder about that sometimes. I will tell you that the ones that I have the most fun with is ones yeah. like this where I feel like I'm just talking to a friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. It feels better than, like, having to be like, oh, so, like, uh, did you get good grades in school? Did you right, do, right, like, right, like, right. I, I, like, honestly, when people don't like to talk, right. I run out of questions. Right, right, right. It's these ones where there's like no questions they're the best ones they're the most entertaining i don't even know what we've been talking about i don't either it's been crazy yeah i probably said too much no it's fine so yeah i don't know like let's uh let's try to summarize real quick like so what so what happens like uh what what was the fall of johnny polygon from the major scene uh there was no real fall it was like and i was never really on a major yeah i was i just happened to be you just got hooked up with the right people. I just got hooked up with the right people and just sort of like built a network that. Didn't you get signed with Shwayze for a while or something like that? Yeah, I was with Cisco. How did that happen? Cisco like, was that Was that good? That was, um, yeah, that was good. That actually, I learned. Here's the thing. When I was with Green Lantern, yeah. I learned like music, business, behind the scenes this is who the people are this is how things work and blah 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 but i never learned one thing about having fans and like how you treat fans yeah and so those got, guys don't have to treat fans because they don't have way. to they ignore them they're just like yeah there's like get me in get me out get yeah. me around my don't people let touch don't me. let anyone back here yeah. here's all the bodyguards and security six giant samoan dudes you know what i mean yeah. and so it, it was like but like so i i learned the uh like i got behind the curtain immediately on my first deal you you got to see a lot of snobby shit right yeah exactly yeah and then when i was with cisco he was like opposite he was like fans 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 treat him this one dude gives a fuck about your music yeah remember his name yeah and like shout him out on his birthday and do all that do all that shit because that one dude's gonna turn into three dudes exactly you know what i mean and then they're gonna start bringing some chicks and then it's gonna be like this whole big thing you know what i mean we talk about that on here so much like i said uh, i think radiohead said it like you only need a thousand fans that will spend a hundred dollars on you every year boom and then you got a hundred thousand dollars Dude. You know what I mean? Dude. So yeah, I mean that's sort of like what my I have a I have a fan club that's like a membership club. Yeah, yeah. that's called the Jontourage, and uh-huh. it's like 
30 bucks a month for and just you like said, you said tons of bbw porn <laughs> bbw <laughs> jazz maybe oh, it's like tons of saxophone solos on people's voicemails yeah, and shit. Yeah. you know but it's like you know people can opt in or yeah. they they can drop out anytime they want and, and you, it's you, just you sort of like like, fan, like a song a month or something yeah or, or i just like you know call them on the phone call them on the phone free merch yeah uh you Here's know a dick pic yeah you know just like you know we crossed the line <laughs> Here's That's a, what they pay for. Here's a Snapchat of my bottle. Hey, this is this what's price. Got nothing for you this month. Yeah, so, so here's, a, here's uh, me in a towel. Yeah. Here's a picture of me as a baby. <laughs> like, what? Why do I? I don't want this. What am I paying yeah, for? But it's like, you know, I learned all that while I was like. With uh, Cisco and him. Yeah. With, uh, you know, because they just have this like, this like party vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just like, yeah, come over. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Cisco hit me up on Twitter and was like, Hey, next time you're in LA, come out to Malibu. Yeah. And I was like, I live in LA. And he was like, come over. Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay. Yeah. And then like, dude, we were hanging out over there for, I don't know, maybe six months. And then he was like, Hey, I want to put out your next album. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it's like, so that was like my second deal, which was that the, whole conversation sounded very Malibu. Like, yeah, All right, cool. Yeah, man. Exactly. Past the doobie. Exactly. That's how it was. <laughs> but when I was with Cisco, it was like I was with a completely different. Uh, that was like a completely different world from like New York, Malibu versus New York. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm a kid from Oklahoma. Might as well be a different country. You know what I mean? So it was like I've always been sort of a fish out of. Yeah. Water sort of vibe. You know what I right, mean? Right. But like, yeah. And then, you know, Swayze actually wasn't around that much yeah. while I was signed with him. But, you know, he's a cool guy yeah. as well. Right. And they, they have their own. And that, that was also where I learned that you don't have to drop like hit records yeah. all the time to make a living. Right. You know what I mean? You don't have to be Nas to make a living. You can be Swayze. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can be Cisco, you can be Johnny Polygon, you can be Intuition. It's like, you know what I mean? And you can live, and you can live the dream. Yeah, you just gotta like. That's the thing. I don't. I haven't had a day job since 2010. Man, and and it's not really off music. It's just like off a bunch of different stuff. Right, right, right. Because music has opened a bunch of different doors for me. Exactly. I've learned a bunch of other shit that I'm good at because of it. Exactly. You know what I mean? I think it's like you just have to have the. uh, Damn it. Passion. The intuition. Oh shit! Very on the nose. <laughs> Very it. on the nose. You know, you just have to have the intuition to, <sighs> to follow. Yeah. Certain opportunities yeah. and certain leads, and you know, see where they go. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? Like, and in in the old like in my old first record deal, New York sense, yeah. it's like before we go down this road, how much is it paying? Yeah. Who, what's the budget? Yeah. And blah 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 blah. And then like in my post. Now it's how much can we scrape together to make this happen? Exactly. And how and then like can we flip it? Is it realistic? Exactly. Yeah, yeah totally. Exactly. That's where it. that's and where it's problem everything comes solving. from. And problem solving is as much of a fucking creative right. creativity thing as as writing lyrics. Right, 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 right. And that's the great thing is That's like, the cool thing is it's like the people who also help to to make things happen because it's never like just us it's also like our our managers our homeboys yeah. our girlfriends our yeah. you know what i mean it's like you know i don't know i feel like when you're in this life and it's like what you really do yeah then everyone around you just sort of has like i don't not not necessarily like a two cents but they have a, a relevance and, well, and, you, and a presence you in get what to you, do. you get to like decide who's in your brain trust right and that's and that's great to have right 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 opinions. Yeah. right but no, but the part of the thing I like about you know what you do is you've always had a good, at least since I've known you, yeah. you've always had a good uh, 
organiz- organizationals. Yeah, I'm very, feels. I'm very like OCD. It's I, crazy. Yeah, I like to keep things like very. Yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah. But that's the thing is that that's also part of my problem because because of my OCD and like control issues, it's very hard for me to have ever found a manager that I can work with because I'm like, yo, right. like fuck off, I can manage myself better than you can. Right, you right, right, I mean? right, right. And so it's hard. Like, maybe I, you need more of like an assistant than a manager. I, I, you know? I, that would probably help. Right, like, you know, an intern. But, but, but that at the same time, I'm a bad. I'm a bad boss because I feel right, guilty. Right, right. You'll just talk shit. I hate, to I've them. always hated my bosses so much that I'm always like, wait, am I being an asshole to you? Like. <laughs> I don't want to be the asshole boss. Like, (laughs) you know, I know you're just an intern, so I don't like, just tell me if you don't like this, like tell me to fuck off, you know? Yeah. It's, I have weird, I have weird, like crazy guilt issues and, and inferiority and, and, uh, which is what makes you a great artist. I have superiority and inferiority complexes at the same damn time. So So I'm surprised you even get out of bed in the morning. That's (laughs) me too. That's that's, sometimes a lot of tension in your back. Sometimes it's hard. That's so weird that you brought that up. I was just talking to somebody about tension. Like, I like read this girl's mind the other day and, and about tension in her shoulders and stuff. It was it was interesting, but it's a side note, and we can do it off air. But Johnny, this fucking that sound like a like a come on line or something. It wasn't it was just like <laughs> I can read your mind. I can whisper girl. this story into in your, your ear after we wrap this up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I don't know if we really accomplished anything about your history per se. But oh right, right. I had a fucking great time talking to you. Yeah, thank you. It was great. I Thank feel you. like, man, we should hang out. Why? I think we should. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we should. Like the, the last couple podcasts that I've done have been great because it's like dudes that I'm like, yo, I like you. We should hang out. <laughs> like some people, I'm like, nah, fuck you. Like just right. come in here and then like leave me alone and we'll yeah, let your yeah, video yeah. do what it does. Right. Genuinely, I think you're a good dude, and no, I always man, have a good time you. talking to you. And, I, and, you I, well. and I still always remember that joke about Asians that go either Caucasian or Afro Asian. That was like the most hilarious thing to me. <laughs> So funny. I remember That's that as a throwback well. to a Knox City podcast we did. Uh, but if you've been paying attention for three years, then you know it. Um, nice. Yeah, man. Yo, that was actually one of the – I still – hear about that performance you know in that what? video all the time. Yeah, and that's the and I love that those videos and these videos have become like yeah. people's calling cards. Yeah. And I love that and I'm so grateful that like yeah. that uh I'm able to get people in here and do it because I love hearing right. music for one and I love working with people that that make cool music. How did that come about? I don't remember. It just happens. It just happened. I don't know how it came about. Like it was an accident. It was all an accident. Like you guys just Oh, th- how we had you on? No, like how the, did the, the video thing steady even I, it, it was just it just kind of happened uh accidentally like they had me come in to like start writing they needed a writer yeah uh, like a blogger right and then i went hey i can probably do a bunch of other shit and then we right. start, and then that it kind of spawned into like every week i w- we would get new ideas and i would like right and i and i started realizing like what worked and what didn't yeah, and then yeah eventually yeah. by the time we had you on it was a well-oiled machine and i knew what i was would like work. what the hell yeah, i knew i knew what would work at that point so like when you came in it was easy boom boom you know yeah you know because i've so never I've, been like the crazy internet numbers yeah, guy. i love see i love numbers that's the other thing like part of my ocd is like man when i talked about sabermetrics earlier like right i can you can show me somebody who has like real or fake twitter followers i'll be able to look at like right three tweets and their numbers and tell you if they have real or fake followers just because right. it, it all it makes sense to me yeah 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 same yeah. with youtube videos etc so yeah and i know what's going to make numbers and i know what's not going to and i just i just have that's part of my you know sorry to be on the nose but it's part it's very an, an intuitive thing for me right right anyways i love the fact that it became a calling card for you and i hope that oh, this man. new video does as well oh man yes i'm gonna premiere a song again yeah i'm excited what song are you gonna premiere uh, it's called dead meat Dead Meat. It's I off love my it. new EP called King of Ooh, Ashes. Is that out? Or when is it no, coming out? No, it'll be, 
It'll be out next month. When does this premiere? It'll this will premiere next week on Wednesday. Okay. Um, uh, or if you want me to, we can do it the week after that. It's up to you. No, let's let's get it out. Yeah, for sure. Then yeah, ne- yeah, yeah. Next let's... Wednesday it is. Because tonight is Wednesday for those of you listening. Um, yes. So yes. Where can the people find you online, Mister Johnny Polygon? Uh, the easiest way to get to me is uh, JohnnyFuckingPolygon.com. No Johnny G- fucking Polygon. No G in fucking. Uh, I was gonna say. Yeah, just all fucking. Right. Just Johnny fucking Polygon. Fucking. We out here. And fucking. then it's uh, Johnny Polygon on across all the. Yeah. At you know, Johnny Polygon. J O H N N Y P O L Y. G-O-N. Bam. Son. Bam. So look for this gentleman, Johnny Polygon, on the interwebs. I and, be there, cuz. Uh, I be there. Search him on YouTube. Yes. He's, makes good songs. Thank you. Uh, got good hair. Thank you. You look like a uh, classic jazz musician. Thank you, BBW. Not necessarily a BBW jazz musician, <laughs> but, you know, you look, uh, you got you have an, old, you have an old school look to you that I'm very, uh, I, I'm, thank you. Uh, you know, I'm envious of it's it. not a uh, it's not a really a thing for me. It's not like a goal. It's not a goal, but it just happens. It just you got an old of, school face and then the old school yeah, hair yeah, to match. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just happens. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, look for him online. Uh, my name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. You can follow my man behind the boards making the shit sound buttery, Ben Shim at I am database base with two S's. Woo. Find us as a unit on Twitter at That's Kinda Neat, where uh, I've been tweeting a little more from there recently. L- last night I tweeted something and somebody goes, Holy shit, oh, that's kinda neat tweet. And I was like, I know, I never tweet from here. I'm sorry, but fuck you. They want it. They want yeah, it. They want it. I'm going to. I'm telling you, it's gonna be. I'm gonna start tweeting wild out shit from there soon. Bless them, bless them uh, with their face. You can go to Facebook.com/slash/kindaneat and follow us on there. YouTube.com/slash/that's-kind-of-neat, where you're gonna see Johnny Polygon premiere a new song that no one's heard called "Dead, Dead Meat." M e a t or M e e t? Because it could be a play on words. M e a t. Okay, I like it. I yeah. like it. I just decided that. All right, cool. So there's the spelling. Bam. So Dead Meat, uh, you can f- see last week's guest Pell perform is a great performance. You can also see the week before that, uh, Dream Panther, and the week before that, Lacutus. We've been on a fucking roll. We've had a bunch of cool people on, man. Woo! It's been crazy. Go to your podcast app or go to the app store, download the podcast app, search for Kind of Neat, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a five-star rating. Nice. Hit me on Facebook. Fucking tell me something. I don't care. I, I like to. I- I- <laughs> if you guys talk to me on Facebook, I talk back, and people always go, I know that you probably never read these and then i read and i reply and i go haha bitch i read all of these don't talk shit about my bubble on facebook i'm out here (laughs) 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 i'm gonna respond like that that was so dumb oh Uh, what else i think that's it man fuck it uh we did what we did what we came to do kind of and maybe we're we're probably gonna hang out soon that's how i feel yeah let's Uh, do that all right cool that was it uh do you drink I, you know, I quit drinking and I quit smoking. I could tell. Yeah? Yeah. Why? I don't know. You just have a very clear vibe. I quit smoking cigarettes. I quit drinking. And I announced on a podcast a couple weeks ago that I'm going to try being celibate for a while. I've nice. Gone, I've gone fully straight edge. Do you still poop? <laughs> Barely. It's, like, it's it's all protein. I oh, just poop nice. nothing but protein, so it floats. <laughs> uh, this was Johnny Polygon. My name is Intuition, and this was definitely kind of neat. Yeah. <laughs>